<clears throat> Good evening, everybody, and welcome to our fireside chat. Tonight, we have Josh and Lindsay Cohn from BSF Fitness, returning guests. Yeah. And uh, I'm excited because they gave me this wonderful gift. And it looks better on you and you, but for me, well, anyways, uh, these, these two are inspirations to me, as I'd shared with you in the, the previous broadcast that we had done. Um, I know Michael was with you guys, but early on, and I was telling you, Lindsay, when I walked in to the courthouse and then you came up and greeted me and you were like saying nice things to me, but I was looking at you going, no, you're, you're my hero. And I still feel that way about you guys because, yeah, we're up against it. We're dealing with the county. Uh, they're, they're coming after us, they're coming after you, and now I guess they've got a lawsuit with 18 other establishments in our county that they're coming after them. Mm -hmm. uh, how dare they open their, their businesses, mm -hmm. uh, even though they're, they're not funding them, they're not subsidizing them, and they're losing their livelihood in violation of what the Fourth or Fifth Amendment, mm -hmm. uh, and, and they're taking it from them. And, there's, and you guys are in the same boat and you, there's been no, there's been absolutely no evidence of all of the people attending your fitness, your gym, that COVID has been connected with what you're doing, at least what, what we know at this point. To the contrary, actually. <clears throat> Build us in. Come on. We have, what, 870,000 check-ins almost now? 88,000. 88,000. 88,090, yeah. somewhere on there. Yeah. yeah. Not Since a May single 15th, case May 15th. went to us, so. Yeah, but, but how much have they come after you for? What, where, tell, us, tell everybody where, where you are with this and give everyone the backstory. Go ahead. So it all started um, initially on May 15th. Like Rob, we were a few weeks earlier yeah. opening up. And, um, you know, back then, like a lot of us, we were just not really sure as to what to do. Um, you know, but we prayed about it. And, and we initially talked about this before, but we had one employee who we believe you know, was, was suicidal. He was drinking at like seven in the morning, lost the gym of 30 years plus. Mm. And, um, you know, he was pale, you know, we loaned him a, a barbell and some weights and <clears throat> we actually, that was one of the main reasons why we initially opened up was to give him a full-time job. Mm -hmm. So, you know, with that being said, um, we decided to open up and we created waivers. And, um, now, you know, nine months later, we're at roughly 90,000 check-ins with no cases traced yeah. back to our facility. Not a single one. Um, we have a cleaning lady that goes around the clock to keep the facility super clean. But, you know, the main thing is, is that we get people almost on the daily coming up to us like, thank you so much for opening the doors and creating this oasis to not only have a safe place for them to have an outlet for depression, anxiety, um, domestic violence at home, yep. alcohol abuse, PTSD. Well, you, you did... You the, the PBS study that yeah. they came out with, a 12-month period in the history of the United States, the highest number of opioid deaths mm -hmm. in the history suicide of the country. Well. Yeah, and suicide as well, in the right. history of the country. And they, they don't discuss that. Yeah. But they're coming after you, and they're coming after you, mm -hmm. and they're coming after the 18 other businesses. And I was in Diamore's Pizza today, mm -hmm. and it, his comment was, I, you know, granted, I'm a businessman, but in, in all honesty, I... I don't need the money, but that lady right there, she's a single mom. He's coming, he's out of rehab. They need these jobs. Well, and all the vendors that he purchases from. Yeah. You know, he probably purchases from a lot of small business owners, you know, a lot of local farmers markets, I'm sure, and they're suffering just as much. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we have a dozen employees we staff um, on site, and that, like Rob said, like they, you know, 
they don't have other options either. They have a family to feed, uh, you know, a wife or husband to provide for and, and kids and things like that. So it's like, we felt obligated to take the stand and, you know, be faithful in, in what we believe and pray on it and, and do the right thing, you know? And it was like Rob in the beginning, we weren't as informed, but we've have, we've had to become like practical scientists, right? Yeah, like we're, Rob? We're, yeah we're at, I think we're at 436 deaths in the county of 856,000 people. Um, 400, uh, uh, 410, 413 of those deaths are 55 and older. And with comorbidities, Mm -hmm. I I don't know. I don't know of those how many have died just strictly from COVID. But you you, you did the the lockdown, the face mask, everything in the summertime when you could have gotten your vitamin D, been outside. You know, pneumonia and influenza were not rampant. And then you come into the winter months where nobody's had the, the chance to build the antibodies, move us into the winter months, throw on top of, you know, influenza and pneumonia, which th- those numbers aren't even calculated anymore. And then you get this accelerant of COVID. Mm-hmm. And if the, if the masks work, why didn't they work earlier? You know, if the social distancing, there's, there's no evidence to that. And, and people are going to go through the roof, reading the narrative, and, you got the, and the lockdowns. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is just insane. And the byproduct of a, what, five, five one-hundredths of one percent is the death rate in our county. We figured that out, yep. But you look at the opioid deaths across the country, the suicide issues across the country, and the depression and the destruction of business, and yet they, they say we're in this together. They get a 12.5% raise for the medical officer in our county. Uh, all the supervisors, they, they should go without paychecks. I mean, if they're going to shutter the businesses, they should go without paychecks. See what it's like. There was one supervisor that did not vote to shut down businesses. He abstained. Mm-hmm. He didn't say no. Bob Huber. Well, at least it's close enough. Something. Yeah. yeah well, <laughs> something. I just and 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 you know we can't keep the power on. I mean, here we are. This is you know inaugurations tomorrow. Here we are in California. Our entire area where we live is completely shut down of power. We can't keep power going in the state. But doggone it, we have enough money to sue small business owners. Ex parte hearings. Ex parte too. hearings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, if you guys don't know what that is, it's an emergency mm-hmm. hearing, which usually they use in like. Well, we're restraining order, right? Because yeah. that's what they gave us. And, you know, I, I, <laughs> I think before all this, like, I thought you could only get a restraining order with, like, domestic violence, right? But it was really for Rob and us to be away from our businesses and not open our business, which is... Well, two of the three uh, ex parte hearings that happened last week um, didn't go through, thank goodness. Yeah. Um, and the judge was very knowledgeable in the sense that, okay, there's a disease or a virus going around, you know, the deaths are horrible and and we agree, but there's no evidence to show that there should be an ex ex parte hearing to shut down a business. Um, in fact, one of the things I really loved him saying was that the, um, the attorney had evidence from August and December and yet it's the mid it's mid January and they're going for an emergency hearing. Right. How is that an emergency if you've waited so many months to pursue this? Yeah, we had been open we were open May thirty first and they didn't come after us until August, but mm-hmm. it had to be an emergency. Same with us. Yeah. We had less than twenty four hours to be in court. Yeah. And they told us and I said, Well, don't you have to give me time to get an attorney? And they said, Nope. And then and then when we, we were in the court, this was our hearing. Mm-hmm. And they brought evidence to, you know, set this up and say we're in violation of this. Their uh, their witnesses, county health officials that came to, uh, you know, 
write down all the violations that they observed. Every one of them. They, they came up there and they said, we have the list of violations. We, we went through this. They sat in our parking lot, observed from a distance, yeah. wrote all this down. Every single one of them, we had a picture of them in the car. Mm-hmm. No masks, no social distancing, not with a relative. Mm-hmm. It doesn't apply to them. It only applies to the religious or the people you know, that want to go and seek health for their bodies, yeah. uh, people who want to keep their businesses operating. Those are the ones. But everyone else, it, it, it doesn't apply to them. The New Jersey mayor, de Blasio, is that his name? No, that's New York mayor. Okay, so he just recently got caught going to the gym saying that it's essential for him to stay healthy yeah. and fit. Yeah, you guys heard what he said, right? <laughs> What's that? It's important for him to be strong and healthy and physically mm-hmm. able to make those decisions, but not everybody else. Not everybody yeah. else. Yeah, which is what will help the majority of the comorbidity. Right. So so what is the what has the county done to you thus far? How have they, and, and we'll go over the other 18, at least of what we know of, because they've met and they did their closed door session hearing, uh, certain supervisors that are, are mobilizing this, and we're going to have a little discussion about that in, in, in other upcoming episodes. And they're going to come after us. I mean, you know, tomorrow's the inauguration. Everybody's emboldened. There's a fundamental change in the country. The most popular president in the history of the United States, he received more votes than any other candidate in the history of our country, is having his inauguration with 25,000 National Guardsmen and a lockdown of the... I mean, this is like Hunger Games. Mm-hmm. I, I, I can't process this. And, and somehow, immutable traits, everyone is targeted that uh, we are all part of, of this conspiracy to take down this, this duly elected president. Uh, unbelievable. And, and yet still, here in California, power's off and they're coming after small businesses and shutting churches. What, what in the world is going on here? So with the other 18 that are dealing with this, I mean, this is our little world. Let's forget about national, you know, let's just look here. Let's look here. In all fairness, though, I feel like they're going after those 18 because they're a franchise. Okay. So they have a lot more to lose yeah. than someone that, not I mean, not, yeah, Fitness 19, Allison's Anytime Fitness. Well, yeah, so there's Allison's and Mrs. Olson's that yeah. they're going after, and those aren't obviously a franchise, but for the gyms. Um, they see I, some pockets there that they can. Well, I think they know they can scare them. And I think if they set that precedence, then <clears throat> it might re- have other people refrain, but I don't think they expected to lose last week um, in court. I think that was the last thing they expected to, to lose that ex parte hearing because they'd won every one before, right? I was like, yes, finally someone won. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we, we kind of did this uh, Project Veritas thing mm-hmm. where you, you you know how they go out there and they videotape people. And they, they you know how easy it is to videotape our elected officials and our county officials, how easy it is to go out and get video of them violating their, their own or every single, I mean, you just oh, like, it is, it is simple. It is just so simple. And yet they still stand with this moral pietism that somehow they're allowed to do it, yeah. but none of you are. And they get paid. And, and, and to, to find video of that, you know how easy this is? I believe crazy. It. there's actually Dawn at the bingo hall. She's been put on kind of blast because she's been reporting the gym across the street from her. <clears throat> and they've been, she's been reporting them since March. I have all the emails to show it. She sent it to the code enforcement manager, Jonathan Wood. He never responded or acknowledged her until recently saying that because they sell granola bars, it's okay. So if you go on their website, actually it says, it says on their website that the bingo hall tried to out them 
but because they made the right call to the right person at the city, they're allowed to stay open. Tell me how that is not corrupt. I mean, just in front of everyone's face, in front of our face, yeah. you know, we're all reading it on code the website, our, yeah. <laughs> right? right? And yet we see code enforcement going around our gym at least a few times a week, Yeah, unmarked right. cars, trying to get video. I bet you half of those code enforcement people go to that one gym. When it's really like a moving goalpost. I mean, they had, at one point, they had restaurants in tents outside, and gyms were not allowed to work out outside. And yep. now, we're a gym, actually, and I'm speaking on behalf of restaurants. Like, we're allowed to work out outside with masks on, even though BSF isn't that. But now, restaurants, you can't, no. you can't be outside. They go out and they, they spend a fortune buying tents yeah. to comply with these orders. <clears throat> and, and then they just move the goalposts and bankrupt these folks. Paul from Allison's, they spent 35000 on their, and a lot of that was at cost. I believe some people from Godspeak even came to help with yeah. the, the woodwork, and they spent thirty five grand and was told, nope, back inside. <laughs> I, yeah. There was no way. I, as soon as we heard they were open, we tried to send our whole crew <laughs> out there to eat <laughs> every day since. From, from your vantage point with fitness, because uh, you guys are studied on it. I mean, th- this is your life. And w- were you always fitness-minded? Come on, fill me in. Let folks know what it's done for your life and why. Because in the, in the Gulag arch, arch, Archipelago, uh, is that right? Yeah, I always say archipelago, but it's archipelago. In the Gulag arch, Archipelago, um, the, the, what they point out, Solzhenitsyn pointed out, that they shut down churches and gymnasiums. Mm-hmm. You know, with the socialist move, they just they wanted to shut those down. Mm-hmm. Why is fitness so critical, and why would you risk all your life savings, mm-hmm. the 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 possibility of jail time, which all of us are facing? And my friend Mike McClure probably tomorrow will be put in jail. Mm-hmm. Um, well, why would you do that? What I mean, are you are you guys you're super spreaders? You don't care about the community. What's wrong with you? Well, I mean, I believe that we're, we're super spreaders of faith and, and physical mental strength, you know? I mean, if, if you really want to get down to it, um, you know, <clears throat> the way you move your body, we talked about this a little bit last time on, on the Fireside Chat, was, is an emotion, right? So yeah. the way you move your body is an emotion. And essentially, like, you can change your state, which is, you know, you know being sad, depressed, and fear and anger, or you can be, you know, joy, happiness, all these words are in the Bible. Um, and that actually, we believe it starts with fitness, you know, and the way you move your body doesn't have to be lifting weights, right? It could be just dancing with your wife. It could be walking outside. It could be, you know, making love. It could be doing jumping jacks with your kids for just fun, right? For being dorky. Like all those things are are physical movements of your body. And, you know, they don't talk about that. And, um, you know, part of moving your body and working out and running and all these things is a way to become physically and mentally stronger. And so... You know, the gym has been an outlet for me for 30 years almost, you know, and it's saved my life a handful of times. Um, How'd you get into it? I mean, because you, 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 you compete. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Tell everybody what you do. Compete. So, and, and I don't know what camera is on, so just, we'll just yeah. talk. Yeah. So back when yeah. I first got into it, my, my father passed away from, from alcohol and um, I had long hair. I was overweight. I was picked on. Um, and all of those things, you know, I, I didn't want to be that anymore. And so... What, did, did you live in the area? So this was, I grew up in Josh Tree, um, in the monument where there was solar power. <laughs> we had gravity feed water that we hauled in. We had propane. 
And then in wait, wait, grade, were your parents hippies or something? Was it? <laughs> they were. Yeah, yeah, they were hippies. Yes, yeah. so we lived off the grid. You know, wow. and, and it was one of those things where they wanted to raise us. Kind it again. of. No, I'm just kidding. I believe, Rob. Honestly, they kind of foresaw what's kind of going on right now because yeah, yeah. you could see like how we'd want to take our families to a place like that now yeah, and be like, you know what? Find, like, find screw some this. freedom, some yeah. safety. Yeah. And kind of away from all of the nonsense, right? Yeah. And so in second grade, you know, the, the schooling wasn't so good out there, so we came to Ojai for school, and that's actually why how I met her and this be in this area. Um, but for me, it was like I didn't know what it was about working out that like drew me in, and I think a lot of people can relate to this. Um, you know, it's like you want to feel better about yourself, right? Yeah. And that endorphin rush that you get from working out makes you feel better. And and I didn't know where it was going to end up. I just kept doing it, you know, because it was like. You know, a couple of years before Matt Lindsay, I uh, had a really empty gap in my life. And as an athlete, it was like I had the body and the mind I was building, but there was no spirit, right? And so yeah. it's it's a trichotomy. Yeah, body, soul, spirit. The Greeks say uh, psyche, soma, and yeah. mm-hmm. And if you ever see any successful like Olympian, right, Olympic athlete, and you see there's like almost aura around them, it's it's, it's the Holy Spirit, right? Yeah. And it's not just having the skill set and that you know, physical presence, you know, standing like a superhero or whatever, right? It's it's being one with your, you know, our higher power. Yeah. Well, yeah, the body's a temple. Uh, yeah. the, the scripture says body's a temple of the Holy Spirit, and right. you want to take care of the temple. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So for me, like, I, you know, never knew where it was going to land, but um, bodybuilding was always a part of what I did. I didn't know it, but, like, I was so skinny, you know, I was like 130 pounds, which is, you know, 25 years ago. But I knew I didn't want to be there. You know, yeah. I just wanted to be away from that. And I think that you know, building your self confidence, self esteem, kind of started there. And um, I just stuck with it. Now, you know? in, in competitions, because you both do that. Mm-hmm. In competitions, when, when did you first start? Uh, what was your first? So, and, and how's it work professionally, bodybuilding kind of thing? Yeah. So I actually got into tiny tracks. Yeah, this, <laughs> the men's physique, which was like a lower level, like men's fitness. Okay. It was not so extreme to bodybuilding, but it was like board shorts. And I was like, you know what? Someone came to me and planted the seed one day. And they're like, hey, you know what, Rob? Like, I think you do really well in this. And I was like, you know what? I've never had anyone tell me that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I just was into working out. And so I went to one of these shows. And, um, you know, like a lot of the guys out there, you know, I, I saw who was there. And I was like, you know what? Like, I'm I can not that them. far off. Yeah, I you know what I'm saying? I yeah. There. And so I registered for a show. You know, next thing you know, I... I did three, four shows in a row, you know, ended up getting a coach and, you know, one thing led to another. Um, and then a couple of years later, I met Lindsay and she was uh, a runner, ran five to 10 miles a day. Did, then did you do that in high school? No, I played basketball in high school. Okay. So you must've been a guard cause you're not real no, tall. No, I was, well, I was a shooting guard actually sophomore year. I was, uh, Ranked in Southern California for the minors. Really? Yeah. Well done. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but then in college, I just didn't. It wasn't fun. So I like to do. I like to have find the joy in things, yeah, yeah. right? So I just I stopped playing, started working. Tried to move out when I was eighteen, right? Didn't yeah. work out. Moved right back home. Defied, right, yeah. No. I. <laughs> yeah. So I could totally relate to. I am stories. out of here. I'm back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so and my parents were very gracious, um, accepting me back too. Um, but uh, when I met him, I mean, I was. I mean, I was anorexic and bulimic in high school, playing basketball, which was hard. Um, I was probably 105 pounds. I'm 140 now. Um, And then when I actually... So this is crazy. I think I sent this to you, and I don't know if you ever saw it, but um, Dr. Anderson... Yeah. 
she is actually the reason why. I, I do remember that. I. Shawnee. My parents, when they found out I had an eating disorder, had me go see her. Yeah. And she told me that if I kept doing what I was doing, that I wouldn't be able to have kids. And I realized that... I don't have any tissue in here. No, it's okay. This is a studio, and you're getting me all... <laughs> I got a really neat sweatshirt that someone gave me. <laughs> my, um... It changed it all for me, because yeah. that's something that God really instilled in my heart, was to have kids. Yeah. And now I have two, we have two precious little Yeah, you do. Girls. They're adorable. Um, but being healthy and getting my body to a point before I met him, I mean, I was running, like he said, 5, 10, 20 miles every day. I had a joint removed in my toe, and I still ran um, because I thought that's what you had to do is just yeah. not eat and do a ton of cardio. Um, and so when I met him, there's a giant guy, and I'm like, oh, great. He takes me to a show, and there's a bunch of half-naked women rocking, walking around with abs and butts, and I'm like, Oh my gosh, this is crazy. But there was so many of them. I thought if they all could do this, why can't I? And I actually thought I was born without abs. I know I would probably fall over if that was true. But in my head, I really believed I just didn't have a body capable of that. And then when he took me there and he's like, you can do this, similar to what someone told him, um, I, I said, you know, what? I think I, I can. So I told him, I said, okay. If you make me fat, you have to marry me. Now, he did marry me, but he never made me fat. He made me just totally opposite. <laughs> Seriously, that just hurt my head. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but he taught me it wasn't. So, this is where I really feel why I really fight for it is because what I see, I mean, we see mainstream media giving a lot of disinformation, misinformation. Yeah. The fitness industry and the pharmaceutical industry does the same. They, so abortion is horrible, but they really abort a lot of babies before. They make people infertile with birth control. I mean, 60% of the birth control that is actually given to kids is to not even f to prevent pregnancy. It's to prevent acne. I mean, that's why I went on it when I was younger, yeah. is to prevent acne. And it's like, okay, if you cleaned up your diet, if you went out and exercised, a lot of that would go away, but right. we just feed our kids. I mean, and don't get me wrong. We feed our kids Chick-fil-A and everything else, but there's balance. And you know that a good, healthy lifestyle is key to a lot of things, how they respond as kids. I mean, yeah. when kids act out, a lot of that is because of their diet or yeah. their atmosphere or their sleep. And so, I mean, it's not just, um, you know, fighting off this virus or anything else, but a lot of it is, is internal in our emotions, but also, you know, how we're able to handle the world around us. When you're hungry or hangry, you're yeah. not going to be willing to help the person next to you, you know, as opposed to when you're fueled and you're, you know, have that energy just abounding in your body, you're more likely to jump up and help your neighbor. When you, when you commented about Dr. Shawnee Anderson, who's, uh, who's been on our program yeah. a number of times, and, and she is remarkable. I mean, absolutely remarkable. And she, she deals with really traumatic cases. Mm -hmm. So you, you, you have this doctor who sees that um, mentally, emotionally, you're, you are bringing harm to your body. Mm -hmm. It, it's it's going to hurt you physically. Bad too. And and to bring in alignment with the you know the soma psyche numa the numa dictates to the mm -hmm. psyche what the soma will do body soul spirit. So so all of these are critical components in the health of humanity. Mm -hmm. I mean 
Anorexia, bulimia leads to, in most cases, suicide, mm -hmm. uh, uh, irreparable oh, damage. I it's, mean, it's awful. It's you. You have a demon in your yeah. head. Twenty. You're, you're not seven. good enough. You're not skinny enough. Twenty four seven. It just kills you. Mm -hmm. You guys come together. All these parts happen, mm -hmm. and yet mm -hmm. the only solution to COVID nineteen. <laughs> forget the spiritual. Mm -hmm. Forget the physical. Forget the financial. Mm -hmm. Forget about all of that is, is for, for the citizenry of our, of our county. Just muzzle and stay home. Shut up, do as you're told. And, and this will be better. And it's not getting better. Mm -mm. And who are they going to blame? You? You? Me? They already are. Yeah. yeah we, <laughs> they, no, I mean, we've had folks with COVID in our church. We've had, that I know of, two people who've died one who hadn't been to the church and another who had been at the church earlier on. But these are folks that contracted it and by, by their own admission from family members. Which I is mean, where it yeah. mostly comes from. Is because the distance that they were away from the church, they would have never have contracted it. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, we look at these things and, I mean, this is, this is a virus. A virus is going to do what a virus does. We don't want to overwhelm the hospitals. We don't want to, you know... But at this point, I don't know of any of... of of the folks that, as you were saying, there's, there's, there's no direct correlation. To the contrary, the spiritual and physical uh, side that we bring to this is healthy for mm -hmm. the community. Absolutely. <clears throat> Absolutely. I can, you know, uh, to touch on that point, like, think about even for you, Rob, like, you're, you're like a machine, right? But, like, not being mentally spiritually physically strong like what do you think that would be as a leader like how would that impact you as a decision maker with god speak and your people yeah i mean i know your heart that's one of the reasons why we're here <sighs> and we've been gravitated to you so much but i mean yeah. it's about giving right and growing yeah and if you're not growing and giving like, like what's what is there right and if you can't provide that like people look to you for the answers right people look to you to lean on and if you can't be that like I mean, people are going to go the other way. We just talked yeah. about that. Yeah, amen. I, 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 and, and folks, if you're hearing this, uh, he didn't. He's not convicting me, but the <laughs> Lord is. And, and I'll tell you why. I got five kids, three grandkids, married thirty years. To be thirty-one this year, come April. I'm fifty-six. Uh, more demands on my life probably than in the past. Mm -hmm. and, and and this is interesting, Josh. You bring it up because I'm starting to realize, you know. I don't know where the country's going to go. I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. I'm watching friends of mine that are looking at 20 years in prison for, you know... For doing the right thing? Well, I, no. Well, a friend of mine, uh, Simone Gold, they just arrested her today because she was in the Capitol. Um, and, and she... She wasn't in there legally. I mean, she didn't go through the metal detector. I don't know any of the story. I don't know where. I don't know any of the story. Deserves but, twenty years, but well, I'm sure I've missed a few. This metal is this is well. No, they're they're come, It's sedition act. Yeah. I mean, you know, you have thirty people dead, billions of dollars in damage with the BLM riots, and and but but this is they're they're coming after everybody, and they're coming after. Uh, I'll just leave it at that. But looking at it and thinking, okay, I don't know what the future is going to hold, but I, I do know that I want to be around to help my kids and my grandkids navigate this. You know, I'm, I'm, on, I'm on the downside of life. I'm 56. I mean, it's not like I'm going to, I may live to be 112, I don't know, but let's just say I'm, I'm past the halfway point. But that doesn't mean that as you get older and you take care of your body that you can't be there to, to help and, and to help your grandkids navigate through this and your great-grandkids feasibly. So 
I'm glad you brought that up because I also find that if I take care of myself by how I eat and exercise, the more available I am to serve other mm-hmm. other people. Absolutely. It, it's critical. Yeah, and like decisions, right? Like, yep. Like, how is it going to be when you're skittish for making decisions, you know? Like, especially for you right now and us. Like, it's huge. Like, one of the biggest things that, that I think coming out of this is having, you know, our faith has been grown tremendously. And then having to make decisions on the daily. Like, people come to us. And, you know, Lindsay comes to me. And it's like, I can't be like, well, you know what? I don't know, guys. Like, I have to be able to make that decision because... I'd rather make a wrong decision now and find out sooner than be on the fence one foot in, one foot out, and, and you know, our people suffer from it. You know? Yeah, these decisions that we're having to make are enormous. Yeah. I mean, because we have lots to lose at this point. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're, we're going to be the ones they're coming after yeah. because we're going against the narrative. Mm-hmm. We're looking and saying five one-hundredths of one percent death rate in the county is not justification for the destruction of all the small businesses and the and and causing everyone to be impoverished and to shutter churches and to quarantine abuse with abusers. It's just not acceptable. Mm-hmm. You don't have that right. Mm-hmm. And they're going to target those folks. So now we know we're facing the consequences of that, which is I'm I'm fine with it. This this is this and you're gonna be vilified mm-hmm. because the people who should be defending it don't. They fall in line to, you know, get the praise of, of the people in power, I guess. I don't know. But we're we're fighting for the common man. Mm-hmm. We we don't want any danger to our community. No. We've done our homework, we see it. Yeah, hospitals are overwhelmed. Uh, today it went down and, and they're not at zero percent. I've I've seen flu seasons where you've got tents outside the emergency room and there's lines out there. It's not the first time that hospitals have been overrun. The the morgues, in, in all fairness to um, to you know the the funeral homes in our community, because I've been talking to a few of them, they're they're getting slammed. Now the paperwork and 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 what's required with COVID and everything is that's a bit of the backup because the county's not operating real efficiently, mm-hmm. and they want to get them buried. When when we had to bury our grandson, it, it took over a month and a half before we could do it because we were waiting for clearance from the county. So these are these are all issues. We understand the community's being strained. Mm-hmm. But it's 50 and older with comorbidities, five one hundredths of one percent death rate. Uh, we've we've tested over 880,000 tests in our county of 856,000 people. None of this is justification for the destruction that they have perpetrated on our community. No, that they're, they're not looking at the emotional and spiritual and economic depravity that they have just dumped on us. They threw the baby out with the bathwater. Yeah, the, the the cure is worse than the virus itself. Now, I am not dismissing or making light of the 436 deaths in our county. Two of have been my friends, and 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 I'm with those families, and I'll officiate those funerals. I I, I don't make light of that at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but the those two and their families and. And all of us would agree, there's no reason to be doing what we're doing to our community. But the thing is, Rob, is like we're in the people industry, right? Like having a church and serving your people and having our gym. I mean, God's a huge part of what we do. It's it's all about the people, right? And so if we were actually hurting, 
you know, like they put the restraining order on us is like the definition of that is someone is being immediately hurt, right? And so when you break that definition down and then apply it to all these court hearings, like, like how does that apply? Because people are actually being uplifted. Like, you yeah. know, I, I walk in the Godspeak on Sunday and it's just, it, I just get that, that incredible uplifting feeling. And it's like, for them to say that, they, I mean, it's just, it's completely backwards, you know, but you can go down to Home Depot or Walmart, you know, it's, and, and that doesn't count. Yep. yep. And that's not uplifting people at all. No. I mean, well, you, you, you need food, but from our vantage point, especially with the First Amendment, uh, we, we have that right to worship. We're not endangering. As a matter of fact, just with the studies that went through with the people that are doing really well during this lockdown, mm-hmm. it's people who are going to church. Mm-hmm. In the gym. Yeah. <laughs> I'm fake and fine. I'm not taking that from you. I'm just no. saying. Yeah. Or just doing some sort of physical yeah. activity, right? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, never mind the gym, just move your body, right? So like being locked down without, a, home, without a mask. Right. Because yes. we're not plants. We, we don't photosynthesize. Yeah. We don't know what to do with carbon dioxide. Yeah. You got to breathe. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Muzzle free, right? Muzzle free. Muzzle free. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. But but truthfully, it's like, you know, at the end of the day, it just doesn't add up. And I think that's really what we're coming to terms with. And a lot of us, it's really, you know, we've kind of led the way in it. But it's like the overwhelming response we've got, and, and you as well, because we, we get all the time. People come to our, yeah. to our gym. They come here. So it's like, it's very clear all across the board that... Um, you know, that we made the right decision. Well, yeah. and more, more people are standing at more gyms, more um, restaurants, um, nail salons are opening up. I know yeah. when there's, you know, the right time for them during the day. <laughs> but more and more are standing up, and I think the more that do, I mean, these are elected positions, right? So They govern by our consent. No, no, no. Uh, Dr. Levins is not an elected position. No, but he's city been there forever. Is. Well, supervisors are. Yeah. So yeah, supervisors are. We we we're aware of that, mm-hmm. and so are city council members. Yeah. So there, you know, I think the closer it gets to these elections, hopefully, um, the bigger impact we can make. And then, if any businesses that want to stand up, they can contact me too because they can become a part of that brave coalition too in Ventura. Yeah, and I'm I'm looking at pizza cookery, mm-hmm. and it. Uh, they're a part of it as yeah. well. Yeah. And here she stands up. Now, her father mm-hmm. survived the Holocaust. Mm-hmm. Comes to America. Comes to America. Free. <laughs> for freedom. Right. And, and she's like, it, it, she wasn't a churchgoer. She's in church every Sunday. She's an incredible woman. Unbelievable woman. Mm-hmm. And she's thinking, they're going to take it from me anyways. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take care of my employees. Poverty is unhealthy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to take care of them. It's going to come at a great cost. These are heroes in our community. Mm-hmm. And there's no more funds coming. Mm-hmm. Government is shutting us down, taking our businesses, and they're not compensating us. Well, that's the thing is it has to be due compensation. Due compensation. No. It's not a $2,000 check for yep. a year. Yep. It's not here's a $100,000 loan, pay it back. Yep. Like that's just more debt. Yep. It's hard enough owning a small business and not drowning in yeah. debt. And, and you don't get any customers and we're going to keep it going. Exactly. And there's not going to be another round. You're done. Then you have to social distance so you can only have 10%. Capacity. But the largest the, the largest contributors to our political efforts, they're the ones we're going to allow them to have all the funds. Mm-hmm. And we're going to move business to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm tired of that. Yeah. yeah. No more. Same no more. here. <laughs> yeah. Now, look, it may, maybe we're the only two who are going to stand. Maybe, you know, yeah. I don't believe so. I don't either, but... But, There's a lot of people that don't believe 
what we believe, like I was telling him, you see on the next door chat and it's like, it's insane to me, some of the hatred that gets spread around there and the disbelief or the belief that masks work. I'm just, that boggles my brain. Um, but you know, you've got people complaining about Winco. Everyone's in a mask in the picture, but because they're right next to each other, I'm thinking, how can it be so divided when there's not, there's no concrete evidence to go see, here you go. Now stay divided. There's no way it's, there's, it it just doesn't make sense to me why, why it's, why are you, why are you on next door? Initially, well, I'm a mom. Yeah, just get off That's it. A good question. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Rob. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, ne- next, yeah. next door is is keyboard warriors that just get angry and I've you know, noticed that. Yeah, just, That's insanity. Yeah, I let, mean, let, let them just stay in their own little you know cul de sac and, and, and eviscerate yeah. people on the keyboard. Well, I, the, the, the like he was telling you, I got rid of my social media because it was just draining. Yeah. You know, we're going to start so. being with people and living in mm-hmm. community and. Yep, burner phones and CB radios. Have some fun. Yeah, <laughs> getting to know Chickens. each other. <laughs> Reading a book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. I mean, but I, I think that if we don't stand up for it, Rob, like like you said, I think that that then everybody will fold. I don't say everybody, but it'll be a lot harder for people to develop the courage, you know, and be courageous. Well, know? how many churches have stand, stood up? Oh, we, they're growing all the time. We just, yeah, and and they keep doing it. Mm-hmm. A little slow, to the punch. I, I wish there were more in in, in our town. In Thousand Oaks, but um, across the state, quite a few. Okay. It's getting bigger too, and we're getting strength, and, and we're starting to get coalitions and putting together legal teams, and so it's good. It's helpful. Uh, but I would say this: that if no one ever opened, if if I was, you know, I went on a long, lonely walk, and so did you guys. Mm. All I know is I'm doing the right thing. Yeah. And if I'm self-deceived, and I've led these folks on a rosy road to nowhere. They're smart. They won't walk with me. They'll they'll check out. It's just, you know. I think nobody forces them every Sunday to come. Yet there's lines to get in to the church. Yeah. 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 I would say, like, and I'm not giving up money or anything. Yeah. I'm not even asking for money. Which I'm is the anybody. coolest thing. You're the first church I've ever been to that never asked for a tithe, and it's actually the first church that I've ever subscribed to tithe to. The first. I told Josh. I was like, I've always felt so convicted to tithe, but I've never felt. I've wanted to tithe to a certain church. I'd, I would rather give it to, you know, I would give to the poor or whatever. Yeah. But this is the first church we've ever felt like. Well, and I'd say the root of that is, you know, intentions matter. I mean, the intentions of you opening up, right? And the intentions of us opening up. And I believe God has rewarded that because our intentions were not for financial gain. It wasn't with us. more followers, yeah, we, right? You lose money when you because well, you get beat up financially, yeah. And, and, you know, they came after us, the first part of it with, you know, um, unfair business practices, which yeah. mean basically, like, that we're the only ones. Then we had four other gyms testify on our behalf, and then that, of course, got dropped, right? Yeah. But, I mean, <clears throat> like, the thing is, is if you, people will get your, your intentions, right? So if you were opening up just to get tithe, I mean, slowly people would start walking the other direction. And the same thing for us. It's not, people know why we do what we do. You know, I mean, I'm, Lindsay knows, like, I would be willing to risk it all. The yeah. building, like, everything we built over we, the last 15 We're at the same years. place. And to me, none of it matters. It's all stuff, you know? Yeah. And, you know, we're not going to die with it. And I, I believe if we passed away, us three, tomorrow, like, we could, you know, we could be like, hey, you know what? We, we, did, we did a good job. Yeah. You know? And there would be no regrets at all. Not on my end. 
not an easy road, that's for sure. Yeah. We, we tell everyone that. Like, it's not easy, but it's fulfilling yeah. in a weird way. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And I look my kids in the eye and I, they know. Mm-hmm. And, and my wife and my friends and my family. And this is what we're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not going to cower. And, and they have all the power. They've got all the media. They've got... Uh, you know, whatever they want to do, they can shame you, they can mock you, they can ridicule you, uh, they can single you out, they, they, and that's what they do. They just hide behind it and they do that. Mm-hmm. Whatever. I don't care. Yeah. You, I'm like, yeah. yeah. But for, for every person, Rob, that is like, gave you pushback on negativity, like how many people do you have come up to you oh, saying, Rob, you that, changed that's, my life? That, that's why I don't, I don't look at media. I don't, I'm not interested in it. I just move on. And I love being with people. Mm-hmm. And th- the lives that you see changed and touched and affected have been more than I've ever seen in all my years of ministry. That's so cool. I mean, profoundly touched and, and strengthened. People, their marriage is being strengthened. In the midst of adversity and calamity and watching these things happen, it's... It's awesome. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I say this, I've said this a lot, but I mean, anytime I've ever had any like little bit of doubt or fear creep in, I feel like God speaks through one of our members yeah. and like I'll walk through the doors yeah. and like pull me aside and be like, yeah. you know, man, like I've really suffered from depression. Like, like not just a little bit, like it's bad, like, you know, suicidal tendencies. And I've been here every single day since you guys have been open. And I want you to tell me it saved my life. And it never gets old. It gives me the chills yeah. to like say it, right? And it's like I'm always very humbled because I'm not like, oh yeah, me and BSF, right? It's like, yeah. it's like wow, you know, like that that was God speaking through that person, like without a doubt, I have yeah. no doubt about it. And for me, that just sign- signifies like why we're doing what we're doing every single time. I get that too. I love that. that yeah. You're right. It, it does bring me chills, and it strengthens you. Yeah. For the for the call. Conversely, there are folks that. You know, they, they're, the, the Bible says that the fear of man is a snare. And, uh, and, and they, they start to believe the narrative out there, even though they know better. And they don't want to be unpopular because they're, they're so moved by being relevant and in the culture that they turn on you. And they, they, they say, and you're like, wait a minute. You know, it's like, we were going to storm the gates of hell together. Where did you go? You just, you disappeared. And, and they're, they're just... They're, they're buying the narrative even though they know better. My yeah. own brother. Yeah. <laughs> he won't even talk to me yeah. anymore. They actually, his wife tried to have a shut down on Facebook. Um, but he hasn't seen my parents for almost a year now. I haven't seen my Zoom. son in 10 months. Yeah. Yeah. That's rough. It is. It, it's, it's a cost of doing it. Yeah. But we're doing the right thing. Amen to that. Yeah. Uh, what do you uh, real quick? Because I think we're. Let me see where. Yeah, we got a little bit of time. What, let's. Uh, what do you know about the other eighteen that are involved in this and what they're up against? Well, the other businesses. In, Matt yeah. from Mrs. Olson's. Yeah. He's standing up strong. I mean, we were actually just there yesterday. They had a live music event from eleven to twelve. Amazing. Um, that was really fun. But he's standing up strong. He's the actually the president of that coalition, Brave Coalition. I love that Brave yeah. Coalition. Yeah, Deb. Um, she's awesome. She's she's a part of that as well. She's really spearheading a lot of that. And then. Um, we have Mrs. Olson's, who's a part of it. Uh, they've been crazy busy. I heard they were Allison's. giving, or Allison, sorry, they were giving um, parking tickets. 
outside of because people were parked just trying to get food and and cops had to come get parking check tickets. this out rob so the first time i went over there we went over there to support them right and i pull up and there's not one car in the whole parking lot and i'm like are they even open <laughs> right and so this is really cool you're gonna love this so we pull in there and we go to eat and you know we like do a story like hey like come support like yeah. this is the spot Literally within weeks, like we just talked to Paul the other day, and he's like, "We just hit our yeah, three biggest month. days of sales mm-hmm. ever." Yeah, mm-hmm. awesome. And you know, they they you know, and the in the restaurant industry is a little bit different, you know, because they people will come and eat one time, right? And yep. Talk crap and yep. write a bad review. <laughs> yeah, but like you know, they're a little more faithful to like God speak in our gym. That's to sign up for a few yeah. weeks at least, right? <laughs> so um, you know, they got a lot of pushback, and they're you know still wearing the mask as the employees, but like it's like. You know, we were able to go in there and bless them, you know, a couple times, not only with our, with us being there, but just bringing people there. And it's like, it's been so cool because like, he's courageous, man. And, and the husband isn't, you know, isn't the uh, right character to be doing the things we're doing, right? So it's the son and, and, and his mom. And it's so cool to see that, you they know, and, and I was I'm shooting him messages, man. We, we actually just, you know, he's a member Tell everybody where they're located so they can support them. <laughs> right by the Ventura Mall, right off yeah. the Telegraph, Allison's Cafe. Country yeah, Cafe. Allison's Country Cafe. Yeah. Best biscuits and homemade jam you could get this side of Texas. Oh, I yeah, it was like, it's so good. Gift you a membership, and he's like, he's like, well, I'm just going to give you a food gift card anyway. He's like, well, I'm going to just buy all biscuits. Life. So how much yeah. biscuits? <laughs> <laughs> right. so. This is body by biscuits. <laughs> Actually, it is. Yeah, I mean, it really is. You should, you'd be surprised. You don't have to eat super strict 24-7 to have his... In fact, we have to give him cheat when... Oh, I thought you were talking about me. You don't have to be strict. No, you, you don't. Uh, to get no, this. you don't. No. <laughs> this is by you know I mean. body by In-N-Out Burger. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's actually where we're going to hit oh, on the way up. back yeah. home. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, it's actually interesting because she brings that a good point. Yeah. And you know, we talk about anorexia and bulimia, but a lot of guys actually struggle with that same thing, sure. especially in the fitness yeah. industry, right? And I know for me, when she first met me, like I was so strict, Rob, that I went through a period of six to eight months of not eating out once. And this is when restaurants were open, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but I was so in my mind, I wanted to do it perfectly. But this illusion of per- perfect was like, it just drove all kinds of stress and cortisol. And, and the funny thing was, is that like, my progress was so minimal because I was so obsessed about making it perfect. You wound right? up. Yeah, and so when I was able to, and she helped me out a lot with that balance, her character um, balancing me out, created an area where I was not so stressful and of course you know grew close to God. How long you guys been married? Gosh, six years now almost. Mm-hmm. almost yeah. yeah. That's really sweet. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we've got married within a year almost or a year got engaged within a year of meeting each other. It was yeah. kinda like two years. Like that. No Well no two years from when we met. Yeah. Married. Mm-hmm. Do we need counseling? Are you guys okay? Because I seem like arguing. <laughs> we argue all the time. <laughs> I think that's what makes it healthy. Good. That's what's healthy. Yeah. Yeah, just, um, just don't do it in anger. Yeah. No. Well. Yeah. You know, the just first wait, few years, just wait it's always hard. On, this, on, on the chat, Robin, tell you about how we delivered. I delivered our daughter at home, breached in the tub. Mm. Um, she was four weeks early. <laughs> um, let's see what else. Gosh. She, she was in the NICU for like 21 days. Yeah. We get her out of the NICU. She was being, you know, fed through her nose. And the Thomas fire came seven days later and we were evacuated for eight weeks. So during that time, we were like living out of hotels through Christmas, the new year. Um, oh, cause you guys, oh wow. Yeah. We were, I was uh, trying to write a business plan for the building we're in now. I got d- denied four times, five mm-hmm. times. 
So we went through a, an area of our life where it was like just testing, testing, testing. So when it came to COVID, it was like, that definitely prepped us yeah. for this moment and in a ton of different ways, both how we manage the business, yeah. but how we work together. Communicate. Um, yeah. Communication. We had a, yeah, it's, it's he every year is a, is a wild ride that he takes us on, but every year we get closer and closer and it. closer. So it's been well, really cool. The highlight of all this, and there's many, but one in particular uh, of, of this mess with what we've been enduring with the uh, two weeks to flatten the curve. The, the highlight for me is the privilege to have met you guys. I see. I, I really just, I, I thank God for that. That, you know, that, especially when you came up to me at the courthouse, I was just out of the blue. I mean, it was probably, you know, I had a piece about me, but I was going up in front of the judge, you know, and I, I hadn't been in court as a, you know, having to defend myself or having broken the it's law. I've weird. never been to court. It's weird. It's totally weird. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I didn't live my life to be in a court being found guilty of being a minister. I mean, like, what are you talking about? I was about? just telling him that. What was really weird is I had been to court many times before. <laughs> so yeah. it was like, you know, you're looking back on it. It's like you get your life together, right? And you get to a point when you're like, okay, like, I thought I was past all that, right? Like, yeah. And now I'm really being scrutinized for the thing that you really shouldn't be. And it's like eye-opening, you know. Yeah. You feel like a criminal. Yeah. Yeah. What, what's what's evil's good, and what's good is evil. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, you know, you, you, in New York, they're they're releasing all the people that have you know gun felonies, just letting them go. But certainly, acts of sedition. Let's arrest every single person that even stepped into the Capitol in yeah. any way, shape, or form. And and certainly, the most popular president in the history of the United States. Let's bring in twenty-five thousand national guardsmen and and make them take an uh, a loyalty test because you know twenty-five percent only twenty. Five percent of white males voted for Biden, and let's make this racial. Let's make this about an immutable trait, and let's pit the nation against one another and lock down the Capitol. I mean, I'm, instead of watching the inauguration, I'm just going to watch Hunger Games because it's the same thing. It's like more entertaining. Oh gosh, it's, I, I, when did this happen? Yeah, and and just overnight. So mm-hmm. hey, all right. So it's happening, but guess what? I'm still doing what I've always done, and will continue to do what I've always done. That. And if that's considered illegal now, eh. but think about this, Rob. Think about the impact that you've been able to make just in this short period of you know, ten months now, right? Or mm. little, like May. Yeah, I've lost May, track. Yeah. <laughs> but but I, 2020 know, was an, a really hard decade. Mm. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> what I was going to say is that you know something that's really helped me out, and this I think would help a lot of people out right now, is just asking yourself like what has good come from all this, you yeah. know, and, and there's, there's, so there's much a lot of it. I mean, this relationship alone, but I mean, think about the, the impact and people you've been able to help on a kingdom impact, right? A yeah. huge scale. And, you know, it would have been such a smaller impact before COVID and all this, right? So like God prepares you, but I think he's been doing it your whole life for, you know, this moment, right? Yeah. And we're, you're very humble about it, but I think that you know, I think giving yourself a little bit more credit, you know, for that too. And I, think I love all the well. sayings. Don't get me wrong. I love them, but I agree with them too. Yeah. 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 Because we can't, you know, and we were the same thing, you know, where people come to us and I, you know, I'm very like, this is just the right thing to do. Right. Yeah. And I know that you're, that's why we get along so well. It's like, yeah, it's exactly what we think, you know, and I'd, I'd go to the end of the earth for my people, you yeah. know, and, and I think that that when people understand that's the intention and. And there is so many things that have come out good about this. You know, not everything. And you may need to ask yourself a couple times that question, right? Yeah. Like, what is good about this? Yeah. You know? But you will get an answer. Yeah. <laughs> if you're 
It, it certainly, it, it certainly has defined my faith in a way I never, I, I, I've never known the Lord like I know Him now. Mm-hmm. Amen to that. It, it's, it's very precious. I, I just, it's, it's, it's deeper than I've ever been, and. Um, that peace that yeah. surpasses all understanding, yeah. right? It doesn't make any sense. Doesn't. Yeah. So, well, that's a that's a good segue. Right. Yeah. To to, <laughs> to take everybody into the blessing because yeah. we're at the top of the hour. I, but before I read the blessing, let me tell the two of you thank you because love being with you. Uh, love really love cool. to call you my friends and um, that we get to do this together is yeah. a great privilege and an honor. And, and folks, look, um, support. Support businesses like this. You, you, you got to stand. Everybody has to stand. You, you, you want to be paralyzed by fear and, and allow this, this abuse of governmental power that's destroying our community. And they're, they're picking on the little guy. And, and make fun of me, make fun of them, ridicule us because, you know, you've got the media or whatever else in your pocket or you're on next door and, and you want to do the ad hominem attack and say it's all about money for me or whatever your, your line is. But really look at the community and, and say, is it worth it? I mean, these deaths, don't get me wrong, are tragic. Nobody wants anyone to die. I miss my friends. But I know for a fact that the the community is devastated, absolutely devastated. We know the seriousness of this virus. We know who it affects. We've known this all along. And and the approach that we're taking to this is more devastating than the virus itself. Mm -hmm. So please stand in defense. Visit the the businesses that are open, the restaurants that are open. Take your health into into your concern. And if you're scared of that, then stay away, wear a mask. But don't pick on the folks that need to, to operate their businesses and feed their employees and care for their families. Mm-hmm. Go eat at Mrs. Olson's and Allison's and Good Morning Cafe and <laughs> Pizza Cookery, Pizza Cookery, Denny's, uh, the winery in Moore Park, Luca's, I think it is. Cafe Fiore is yeah, open Cafe now. Fiore, Di Amore's. Mm-hmm. Come on, folks. Yeah, give us more. Step Yolanda's up. Step Up. Yeah. Snapper, Snapper Jacks. Yeah. yeah. I love Snapper Jacks. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Danny's Deli might. Yeah. yeah. Stand with them because they're getting targeted and beat up and we're watching businesses close. 65% of the restaurants in our mm-hmm. county will never reopen. It's not right. They are not giving them compensation for destroying their businesses. This virus does not merit what they've done. It's a violation of their constitutional rights. So, mm-hmm. folks, stand with them. Don't be afraid. Mm-hmm. And um, with that, when you do stand, you'll have a peace. And we're going to read this blessing to you all out of Numbers, uh, chapter 6. It's... Uh, It's a tradition, and I want you all to be blessed. And this is for you guys and for all the folks tuning in. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make His face to shine upon you. And may He be gracious to you. And may the Lord lift up His countenance upon you and give you peace. And so with that, with a peace that surpasses all understanding, I pray that God would bless you and encourage you. And uh, thanks for joining us tonight. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Rob. All right. Appreciate it. BSF Fitness. Check it out. Good night, everybody.